Wait, are we going on three? Or we're going one, two, three, <laughs> then go. Okay. Okay, ready? Happy anniversary! Oh my gosh, guys, we cannot believe it, but we have officially eclipsed the sun one full time, 365 days, and 56 releases of content between our full two or season and a half, plus our practice campaign, plus our five one shots on our website. Guys, thank you so, so, so much. Honestly, like the fact that you guys are listening and that you still continue to tune in and even text us and tell us when we've missed a week, like it means so much to us. Um, we really, really appreciate that you guys are just loving on our passion project so much. And I don't know about you guys at the table, but I'm super excited to go another year. Me oh, too. for sure. Yeah. Yep. Good times. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, cheers to one year. Have a drink on us and... We'll, we'll see what the next year has in store for us. I'm excited for it. Thanks, guys. Hi. Welcome to me in. Ha <laughs> ha. It looks like the bard is about to begin. I'll pour you an owl over the stories, fables, and tales about the swords, sickles, and spells in the depths of the swells. So take a listen to the tales that we spin here at the Carter Trust Inn. Howdy there, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Carriage Rest Tales. I'm your host and Dungeon Master Mike, and to my left we have... Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ryan. I'll be playing Kincaid. Uh, oh, boy, did a lore and backstory bomb go off last episode. <laughs> um, Kincaid learned that he is centuries years old and at one point previously fought the god of chaos when Dorma and Ivana were just one singular planet and I guess went into the void at some point and re-emerged when the world was split between Dorma and Ivana. So just a little just a little bit just a little just a little nugget of backstory and lore. Just a nothing nugget. important. Nope. Just an old nothing bra- shattering grouchy at all. sorcerer that, you know. God, you're so old. I feel old. Do you not feel old? Like all of a sudden, like things just make sense. Like why it hurts. The sneeze and your back hurts. Like, oh, where'd that come from? Move a couch. It's like, oh, that would hurt. That like white hair that's randomly. No, no, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Slow down. Okay. And this is Nick. I will be playing Vasa, the half-orc barbarian. In the last episode, he really tested out that tapestry of Gnomus and tried to figure out how it worked and learned that it only works when, or probably learned that it only works when Gnomus is on the same side of uh, Dorma or Ivana. Hey guys, it's Sam and I play Woods, the elven ranger. Um. Yeah, so Woods is super confused. She doesn't do well with like big meta things. Um, so the whole, if and I apologize for last week's episode, the whole two worlds to one world to possibly four, <laughs> like she just she doesn't know what she's doing, but she knows she just wants to find her friend, um, and that's that's what she's on track for. We're going to start this episode by doing one small correction that I noticed when I was editing last time. Woods, Vaso had requested that you open a rift to kind of go in there and see what everything was happening, and then uh-huh. you close the rift. Something that you noticed when doing this interaction was the rift opened a lot bigger than you thought it was going to, and it took a lot more energy to close the rift than you thought it would. 
So it took less energy to open a larger rift, but way more energy to close it. Yes. To put it in numbers sake, you rolled a three to, op to open uh -huh. the rift. Pretend the rift would have been the same size as if you had rolled a six. Okay. And then it took 12 to close it. Oh, everything's doubled. Yep. Weird. Kincaid was behind you like, that's a big rift. <laughs> <laughs> well, why aren't you closing it yet? <laughs> it's a big rift. No, I think that would have been a yeah, boss. Been close, close it, close it, it close, close it. it. <laughs> I didn't say that big. Did his rage get more intense? No, it did oh. not. Are you working on your rage? Have we talked about this? Well, no. Oh, I, I'm working on it, but you don't remember now because, well, okay, you kind of remember. No, but like you're, I you're still not, know. I just don't know that one specific time. Yeah, that one specific. Yeah. And I, I think it's maybe less urgent for me because I lost the memory of when I got stuck. On the other okay, side. gotcha, gotcha. So I think I'm still working on it, but not as urgently. Urgently. Okay. There's this great documentary you should check out. It's got Adam Sandler and Jack Nicholson. Great about anger management. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Historical film. <laughs> Historical. And I'm also going to be handing Nicholas an inspiration. Ooh. This was during your guys' conversation of if there was one world or two worlds or four worlds. Ultimately, it came down to it. Did we go back in time to the single world or is there still two worlds? And Nick was like, hey, Woods, why don't you open a rift? And that's just going to answer the question right away. Well done. So that mm -hmm. was awesome. Yay. All right, now we can actually pick back up where we were. We were in Stomperton. You guys just got to the city center, which is really four buildings surrounding a well. But then off on the side, there was like a little building that was about the size of a hen coop. And it just was stuffed full of golden shards. And I think there was a sign that said something like, to our loved ones that died in the year of death or something like that. What's this? That's right, because we thought there might have been a, um, what's that word? Hold on. Is that a cow in the background we're hearing? It is. Oh my god. This is the farming. Vasha the farming. feels at home. Do you feel at home? Just like soothing cow. There's cows, chickens. Oh hear dogs every once in a while. Did you add these or is this like no, a it's just the, it's like a this real is a playlist, yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't think Kincaid would have known this, but you all would have known from the first season that there's that Murdana. Yeah, we talked about this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was just trying to remember with you saying the bunch of people died. We have to figure yeah, out. Because it's been one and a half years yeah. since we've been gone. Correct. Guys, we need to, I feel like there's a lot of things we need to do. First of all, I'm hungry. So can we figure that out? We need somewhere to sleep. And then I really feel like we need to figure out what this whole year of loss was that ever, like, like, what is that? The I think it's Joe everybody dying. It. Well, I mean, all she the, like rolls I mean, her eyes at you. But yes, like, why? We're back at it. <laughs> yeah, but like, why? Can Vasa roll a history check? See if he remembers anything about like those sudden deaths. Sure. Go ahead. Uh, ten. The ten, you would just remember that there's a thing called Mordina, which stands for the unknown death. And you just learned from Farmer Joe that, like, last year, there was a span of time for about a year where a lot of people were just dying. They didn't know why. They assumed it was like a monster, but they would just see a golden shard out in the field, but not really like a signs of a struggle or anything like that. And how, I forget, how long were we stuck in that warp? Or? You guys were stuck in the warp for about a year, year and a half. Year and a half, okay. Here's what I propose. Okay. We I'm either in. follow the tapestry to find your friend, mm -hmm. or we go to Carhang. Yeah. Because I felt like when we were in the middle of the void, I feel like that was at the center of everything. And the battle there is what caused all the rifts to open. So we could go there while we're over here. Yeah. Because when we term it was like four days. Correct. And you guys were on your way to the pigsty to see Susan about spending the night, I believe. 
just to wrap us up where we left off last time. So... Because is Nomis pulling you in that direction of Carhang? Have we Can we able, discern that? Have we been able to figure that out with the map? Because you found a map, right? Yeah, 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 we found a map. Vaso had determined that it was pulling them towards the direction of Black Bay Harbor. So is off, that, is that, that's, that's west the, or east. It's on the other side of the world. So it feels like we can go either way to get there. But Carhang is south. So we either take a four-day journey south to Carhang. Out of our way in four and days back. backtrack to let's, get right, to Black Bay Harbor. Let's talk about Carhang. Where you all are still wanted. But a, a year and a I half think I think has passed. So- I think we're so far away, and it's been a year and a half. I, I think the heat on us is low. We may still be wanted. Yeah, I definitely think in Black Bay Harbor, I still think it's going to be a thing. They're going to be looking for us, or at least if they see us, we're going to be t- taken. I don't know. What do you want to do, Vaso? Do you want to go to Carhang? And... I want to go to Carhang. All right, let's go. I mean, we're, we're over here. Can we here. go tomorrow? Yeah. We'll, we'll yeah, rest. Hacking down all those trees t- and stuff. <clears throat> no thanks to you all. Tiring. We offered to help. You well, stumped away. Well, you made me mad. Well, okay, well, I can't help it that it, when you're angry, you don't accept help from others. Wow. There it is. <laughs> see what I, I mean? A, I, I, was here. See what yeah. I, mean? I need a snack. I don't need to rehash this, but I'm all for helping you find your friend. But when I needed to find my captain, nothing. So that's why I got I, a little upset. I understand. And I had to take it out on nature, which... Being a sea guy, thank God I don't none of care. us are druids, <laughs> right? <laughs> all right, let's. Um, all right, we're gonna go into the. Um, oh, first on this chicken coop situation, Correct. can I investigate a little bit? And um, ooh, seventeen on the like plaque. Like, is there anything else that says besides the year of loss? Does it give us any descriptions or anything other than just the year of loss? Just says the year of loss, and there's, I don't know how many shards we said, but probably around 20. Okay, for a super small town. Yes, exactly. It's a big percent of the population of this small town. Vaso's going to go, like, he's going to get checked in to the hotel Pig, or... Pigsty? Yeah, yeah Pigstock, whatever. Let's go talk to Susers. Susan. Susan. Uh, I, I was going to go talk to Farmer Joe. Oh. Know, help, help him out and then just casually talk to him, maybe. Uh, I want to see if he knows... If he could describe some of the people who suddenly passed away. Okay. So you're going to go back to Farmer Joe, and then what is Woods and Kincaid going to do? Um, I'm hungry. Shocker. Kincaid, being the former general that he is, wants to make sure the town's secure. Uh-huh. So I want to ask Farmer Joe where the nearest town is from here, just so I have an idea where the next town is. And then maybe just do like a quarter mile sweep, like circular sweep around this town just to see what's around. Okay. Get a lay of the land, as it were. Sounds good. I know the jungle is nearby. Yes. So the other side of it. He would let you know that outside the jungle, the ruined city of Karhang is four days away. Zimbara, which is the Loxodon capital, is five days away. But he doesn't really know of any other towns between those because it's mostly just jungle. But he will let you know that there's two major rivers that kind of isolate the jungle. So it's like town, jungle all around it, and then two big rivers that kind of flank the north and south. Okay. All right. That's, I still that's wanted... all he would know. He's not much of an explorer, so that's just what he hears from passers. I just don't want to get caught off guard. So I think he would go do a quarter mile circumference. I would imagine you just walk the jungle line. Yeah. Just So you can see all like the 
farmstead and everything, you do notice on your walk that the majority of the, well, all of the population are ogres. Okay. I would like to talk to Susan, the um, innkeeper. Okay. So you go in to talk to Susan. Yeah. Welcome to the pigsty. Um, hi, Susan. My name is Woods. Nice to meet you, Woods. We don't really get many visitors. Yeah, that is what we've heard. We uh, ran into Farmer Joe on our way into town. Oh, isn't he so polite? He is so sweet. Just the nicest ogre I've ever met. He makes the best bread. I heard that he was literally chopping wheat when we met him. He usually chops around this night so he can bring us some bread in the morning. Well, listen, I'm excited to try some of this bread in the morning. Do you happen to have a couple of rooms for me and my compatriots? Yes, we have two rooms. Great. We'll, we'll take both of them. And also, can I get some? I'd love something to eat. Oh, I can whip you up something. What 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 type of food do you like? I I I mean, whatever. What's your specialty? Well, we don't really have a specialty other than it's really farm to table. So here's the chickens outside. We got some chickens. Yeah, I mean chicken and we bread. Haven't, we haven't slaughtered a cow in a while, so I don't have any red meat. But I can. No, I mean whatever you have back there, I'd be more than welcome. I'm not a picky eater. Okay. Yeah, we'll cook up a couple of chickens. Is it just one, two? I mean, just for me, yeah. When the guys get back, I'm sure they could get themselves something. I'm not quite sure their appetites these days. All right. I'll whip you up a chicken, and uh, maybe I'll throw some root vegetables in there. That sounds delicious. Thank you so much. All right. So then I would assume we'd, like, chit-chat a little bit. Sure. What are you trying to find? Um, I would like to kind of just ask her about the town and... It is a him. Oh, it's a him. I'm so sorry. Uh, an ogre named Sue. An ogre <laughs> named Sue. I love it. I want to ask about the year of loss. So what? Can I saw your 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 golden shard kind of capsule out there? What? Um, oh, you're talking like, about the monument. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is are you guys are not um, releasing those in the Festival of Light? I don't know what you're talking about with the Festival of Light, but uh, it is probably once we get a couple more shards in there, we'll probably release it. Okay. What? Um. I saw the plaque and it said the year of loss. I don't what I don't know if I'm really familiar with that. Yeah, we've had quite a few extra deaths than we normally have. It luckily has slowed down, so whatever monsters have been out in the jungle must have moved on. Thank, thank you, because uh, it's getting a little hard around the farms. We were losing so many people, but it's settled and we're starting to get back into our new normal. And uh, I think we've gotten over the hump. That's great. What, did it just happen here? I mean, I know Farmer Joe said that you guys don't really chat with a bunch of people outside of the community. Did this year of loss kind of happen in other places, or do you think it was just from the jungle? Uh, we're not really sure. The jungle's pretty thick and dangerous, so we tend to just stay here. Occasionally, some of those white and black clan will kind of show up every once in a while, just walking on those little game trails, but they the, usually only stay for a couple of days, and then they're on their way. The what? The, the white and black clan. What's that? Uh, I can't remember what they call their order, but it's got like a little, like a symbol of white and black on their, mm. on their chests. Understand. Yeah. No, no, no. I think that's right. The white and black clan. They're pretty friendly folk. But oh, good. They just usually stop in on, I think they walk between that, that big city up north to that ruins down south. The big Z uh, Zanzibar. Uh, I don't know what that city's name gotcha. is. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Have they been here lately? Uh, no, it's been probably a couple months since they came by. Interesting. They seemed very stress last time they came but uh yeah. out of the normal for them usually they're as i said pretty nice folk normally awesome okay yeah i'm so sorry to hear about all of your loss i'm i'm sure that's been really hard on the community it it took a while to get over but luckily it, as i said we've gotten over that hump and now we're getting back to our new normal hey 
Here's to the new norm. And she like picks up her glass and cheers a bit and then Perfect. just continues eating and small talk. We're going to switch over to Vaso. You wanted to talk to Farmer Joe? Yeah, I mean, I figured we'd start, um, come up and you know, offer to help, you know, with farming and whatever you may need help with. Oh, I would love some help farming. How are you with shingles? I, I'm, I'm great with shingles. All right, cool. So we had a storm come through the other day and blew out some shingles on my shed. So maybe after we get this wheat down, we can maybe repair part of that. Okay. Yeah. Now, old Ed used to do it for us, but um, that, that monster got him a couple of years ago and stuff starting to now fall apart without the upkeep. So we could really use a helpful hand. Uh, who, who was your friend? What was his name? Oh, his name was Ed. Ed. What? Um, Ed the Shingle Man. The Shingle Man. Oh, okay. he's more like a handyman. But uh, can you tell me a little bit more about Ed? What was he like? Oh, he was a nice, big, strong man, and uh, he just could do all sorts of building and repairing. He was really the foundation of this town, and um, well, at least from the building side. But he unfortunately met his end a couple years ago, and his apprentice is doing an okay job. I think he just needs some experience, but we'll probably get there. But if you are good at that now, we might uh, take advantage of the hospitality, if you don't mind. Yeah, I can, uh, I can give it a shot. So Vasto will he'll try to ease into like you know try to talk about the other, other people that had passed away. Is there uh, and he wants to try to maybe pick up like if there's a pattern like if there's a common characteristic between all these people. The only common characteristic you would notice is that they are all ogres. And then same thing that you would notice as Kincaid did as you're looking around. Everybody in this town is ogres. Okay. So it's not necessarily a pattern, but just more. Okay. But their ages tended to vary. Genders tended to vary. Professions tended to vary. Okay. Everything you hear about them is, I'm going to point out, it's all super positive, though. Like, they're all really nice people. But okay. that's also not too unnormal for you guys in Nirvana, where people tend to be nicer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I, I think the only thing else he, Vaso, wants to request, and he's feeling like he's at home, and, you know, when he was back at home, Amberton, he used to spend the night out in a hammock outside, so... He, he would ask if he could crash a night on the with a hammock. Oh, if that, he has one. So. Yeah, that we could. We got a hammock. You can definitely use that. You can either set it up here on our property, or you can take it over to where your friends are if you want to be closer to them. Pretty much anywhere you want to go. You're okay. a nice, helpful gent. Yeah, I'd, I'd appreciate that. If you don't mind, I'd like to set it up by the farm here. It just makes me feel like I'm back at home. Yeah, you you grew up in a farming community. I, I did. I did. My father, he was, he raised me on a, on a farm. So, what type of farming? And you guys were just talking about farming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can role play anything yeah. about farming. <laughs> I would love to hear about you role play the about chicken farming. Chicken clucks and the chicken clucks. Yeah. Snoits. Well, that's what farmers talk about. Yeah. Sounds their animals make. E i e i o. Buck snorts. And so that's kind of woods and devasos. Kincaid, you were just doing your perimeter check. You see that there's not much defenses. So there's not like a fence perimeter around the jungle. So you sense that it could be a monster that maybe came out into the fields because there's nothing really to stop them from doing that. But you also don't notice any like big paw prints or claw marks or anything like that. Okay. Kincaid's feeling kind of rudderless because he needs a mission. I believe like that. Like he's, he's ready to go do something. Are you going to come back and join me at the hotel? Loose term. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think after he would do his perimeter check, try to figure out if we were to get attacked, where would it come from? Once he feels secure and knows where to look for an attack, yep. I think he would go back. The only thing that you really noticed was there was a game trail on the north and a game trail on the south, which Woods has already kind of put together. Is the trail to Zimbara is the north, and then to the south is to the ruins of Karhang. So would I 
in my quarter mile walk to the south would I gather that following the river south would take us to maybe Carhang? Um, maybe because I think I would take the map with me just to kind of figure things out. Yeah, you would take the map with you and you would notice that following the river kind of goes southeast, so you wouldn't necessarily go to Carhang, but more inland. Okay. All right. As you walk into the pigsty, you see Susan. Howdy, you must be Woods' friend. Some days. But you are kind of a little bit stunned because you recognize Susan. Oh. You recognize Susan and they... He looks exactly like that ogre pirate that you were imprisoned next to in Stringham. Uh ho. Do you remember when you were, remember when you were on the boat? Yeah. The one that kept trying to say like the one that kept trying to recruit him to the pirates. Speechless. Well, no, I guess would would do all ogres do they look different? I guess I just assume like I don't know. You wouldn't be able to tell them apart. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> what? Well, no, Ogrest I mean, statement. That I mean, is. generally all monsters like yeah, they don't have like discerning characteristics or these ogres do. Yeah, these ogres would have some. Okay. I mean, I, I didn't all... know that we never described <laughs> the ogres. <laughs> no, you're fine. no, no, you're you never fine. said the pirate on the ship had like red hair yeah. and yeah, yeah. I a mustache or a that. tattoo that said "mom" on it. And yeah. Now Sue has the same one. That's <laughs> what it just, is. It's the mom, mom tattoo. The mom tattoo. Yeah, the ogres are, I picture them like just bigger orcs. Like they're all going to be bigger in stature with strength on them, but they're all going to have all different kind of characteristics like facial hair, scars, hair color. Clothes. But that's what you notice when you walk in. But Susan's just very cordial and howdy. Welcome to the pigsty. You must be Woods' friend. So knowing all that now. Yeah. I think Kincaid would get very defensive and pull out his trident, oh. point it at Susan, and say, is this some trap? What? Are you trying to recruit me to your pirate? Pirate? And pirate? I, evil ways again? Re- evil ways? You were on that Excuse ship me, laughing at me, I would accusing never me laugh of being a pirate. I don't, a pirate? I hate the water. Why would I go anywhere near the water? It's scary. I know you're, you're up to something. I don't know. Is he always like this? He turns into. Oh, I'm, am I there? Yeah. Uh, hey. Uh, um. This is the ma- same ogre that okay. was on the ship yep. after my battle. I would never yeah, be on that ship. Was laughing no. at me, saying yeah. I was a pirate I am trying a to get me to gentleman. go to Dorma. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, because Dorma. that's him. I know. Where's, where's no, no, no. Dorma? Remember I know, know ogre characteristics, yeah. and they are the ogre same characteristics. <laughs> What are you talking um, about? So, an, Susan, I am so... An ogre is not an ogre is not an ogre. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Susan, <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. Um, and she's going to like... I've never been on the water. Yeah, I hate the no. water. She's going to run up to... Where's the to professor? So, professor? He's going to... I know he's over here somewhere. Hey, 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 hey. What's a professor? Hey, stop. Your boss. <laughs> I don't... Hey, One that's after I us. run my own pigsty. This is a... Yeah, it's a front. Kincaid, Kincaid, <laughs> turn, turn. Money laundering. Money. She's now in front of him, grabs both of his shoulders, strength check. That is the ogre from the ship. Uh, I never forget a face. Eight. I got an eight. Well, I've never seen your face. Hey, hey, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Kind of convenient. You're like, hey, Kincaid. aren't you Red's oh friend? Oh, my God. Kincaid. <laughs> what? You know what we know. You know there are two and she's like whispering in his ear there are two people there is one here and one there the pirate you saw is a dorma this is his match bring it down a notch bring it down apologize 
to the nice innkeeper and tell her your blood sugar's low. And I think I would remember that the tapestry, okay, there's good gnomus, there's bad gnomus. I'm very sorry. I had a very bad experience. You just you just have I such just, a familiar face. I think that's what it you is. Had, you had a bad experience with an ogre? Just one. Just, I, I don't know who that could have been. And he like starts thinking, like you see him thinking through like the people and he's like pointing like, no, no he's pretty nice. No, no, he wouldn't hurt a fly. Um, this was on near- a boat? Nobody here likes water. This was on the other, like near Black Bay Harbor. Near, what, what's those, he talking about? I those. think, you know, I- th- his blood sugar is really low, and sometimes, and she like side mouse, like he gets things confused, like his dreams and reality. Mm. So you know he's one of those. Yeah, we um, had we had we had one of them. So chicken, would you like some chicken and some root vegetables? <laughs> we also the, have for some... those of you who can't see us, the look <laughs> that Ryan is giving me. Um, <laughs> and then he's gonna come in. And she's going to be like, so sit down, Kincaid, because um, Susan was just telling us about the white and black order that likes to walk around here. And last time they were really frustrated and seemed upset when they walked through here. Mm. They just seemed like, like they were in a hurry. Which direction were they going? Uh, they were heading down south. I'm guessing to those ruined cities. That's where they're usually going. Occasionally they come back the other way, but this time around they've been going south. Is that wild? That's something. Yeah, it's definitely this but chicken. But since my is blood so sugar's good. too low, I don't want to say anything else. Yeah, that would be really good. Why don't you? Other eat? that, I am very sorry, Sue, about that. Is we there have, anything I can do around ups. here to help? I feel really bad. Well, I I think there's been some people that have been trying to fix up their house a little bit. Yeah, you don't want me doing that. Oh, okay. Anything else? He's really good with nets. Oh, you're good with nets. Net, yeah. Anything in the river? Do you well, lose something in the river? Fishing? Um, we don't really go to the river. How about some fish? You need some fish from your cold storage? I've never really had fish. Oh, <gasps> it's delicious. We, we really don't like to go near the water. Well, what if we brought you some? I would, I would love that. Okay. I think that's I'm going to eat. I probably need to take a dip anyway to cool myself. I'm going to catch you some fish. I'll walk to the river with you. We should probably accompany one another. I think we should. <laughs> Once my blood sugar is back up. Yeah. <laughs> the winking you, that's happening like some at the sugar, table right now. Some sugar cane you can take with you. It's like a little yeah, I'll chewy, that. chewy candy. I'll yeah. that. that sounds I'll, Seems I would, fitting what? for the area we're in. I'd All absolutely right. love some of those also. And then he like opens the back and just like cuts down some sugar cane. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, well. Um, Pork it over. We don't really. You could use that as. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We don't really have any fishing nets, but uh, I guess you're good with nets. I got my trident. Uh, I guess you're already set then. Do you have a basket? Sure, we got a basket. I'll take the basket. He'll get the fish. We'll be back in about an hour or two. And it's one of the, like the bigger baskets that go on your back. Perfect. And it's really big for you because it's meant for ogres. Okay. I love it. It's ogre size. It's ogres. So I guess on our little journey. Did that not you I, probably didn't get a good look I at don't, it. I believe you. I, I listen. So I'm sorry. It's fine. I see someone that's yeah. attacking me and they look exactly alike. I, listen, you're fine. You, I, it's understandable. Isn't this wild though that we've officially met somebody and their other person? Well, I guess this we was met, a, We met the cave guy. Karma. Oh, uh, I wasn't. Yeah. Who? Car, oh. And then she's gonna, she just hears Vasa's <laughs> voice. Like, hey, Karma. 
We've done this before. We've met. I guess this would be Kincaid's first time. Yeah. Meeting. So at the order. Well, I didn't really know the pirate ogre other than he was a jerk. Yeah, but you saw him. Yeah. This is, so this but happened to us before. Distinct personality differences. Oh, very different. Very, very different. And sometimes they're nice on both sides. Like we Cave Carmine, for example, he was our chef and he was great on our side at the order. And then we met him randomly up at Amelia's mother's and he was also super nice. So this, it's not all, they're not always bad coming from Dorma. So here's a question. When we find Gnomus, how are you going to know that it's Gnomus? <clears throat> I don't know. I'm hoping we just know. I know that's wild and not an answer, but I'm, I'm hoping we just know. All right. All right, let's get some fish. And I got to wait a half an hour. <laughs> Before you swim? I think it's going to take us that long. Cramps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You I think it's blood it's sugar it. drops funny. Yeah. You cramp in the water. <laughs> Luckily, you can breathe the water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what um, What are we going to do about the order being here? Well, we probably shouldn't go south. Yeah. I don't, I'm don't. i also so nervous that I introduce myself as Woods. Like, what if they come back through? I'm sure Susan's going to be the type of person who just talks about everything. This is a big deal, us being here. Something tells me she's going to remember me now. More than you. I hope so. All right. And it has been a year and a half, so yeah. they may think we're dead. Hopefully. And you're still disguised, so. True. Okay, so we get the fish. We go back. We. I want to get a nice sample. I want to do a catfish. Okay. Maybe. Go ahead uh, and roll a survival check <laughs> to see how good your sample is. I'm down there with them. Animal handling. <clears throat> survival or animal handling. Oh, I thought that would have been higher. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to use my cat dice that I bought at Gym Con. Ooh. Natty Kitty. Uh, 14. Yeah, I'd say you end up with a pretty good selection. So what are you trying to get? Catfish? I like, you know, like a catfish, maybe... Uh, some bass. Bass, maybe salmon. Uh, some salmon, a trout. Wow, this is a very intense it's river. It's a pretty fruitful river. More well, like... I, I, that's no, what no. I'm searching for. Yeah, it's not the there. It's not there. No. Oh. I, would I don't say, want to kill frogs just for their legs. I would say that Kincaid notices that this river is very well plenished. Like, it's not really fished that often. Well, if the ogres don't come down here and swim, they're yeah. not going to fish it. That's kind of what you're putting together. So just kind of confirms what you've been hearing about them not liking water. Anything weird about the water? Mm-hmm. Nope. It just like anything like, at the bottom? Nope. You would notice that it's... Sunken? I would say <laughs> it's about, weird say, metal. 100 to 120 feet across. So it's a fairly wide river, but it's not really fast moving. It's moving, but it's not like gushing water. Like it's easy to swim in. Clear, muddy. Probably a little bit muddy. Um, Just because you're in the jungle with a lot of sediment. Woods is going to dip in also for a little bath. Sounds good. Probably feels really refreshing. Perfect. After being in the void for a year and a half. Yeah. Well, I'm a crusty. Get that space dust off you. Space dust. (laughs) We are stardust. Is that another song? Yes. I was like, I'm not even going to. Tempted. If you know the song I was singing, comment. I don't know the song. For it wasn't listeners. for our <laughs> listeners, not you. That's pretty obvious. I don't know what it is. <laughs> okay, so next morning. Yeah, it can be the next morning. You guys bring well, the fish. Take, I'm taking to the fish. Explain to her what each one is, how you would prepare it, I'm what you would to use to it. catch it with. Okay. Catfish, yes. something stinky. Yeah. He is very excited about having to try new food, and you definitely get that they haven't had fish before. I would show them how to prepare it. So you guys have citrus, a nice... Citrus, if they have... Probably in the jungle, they would probably have some citrus. Probably. So you have a nice reminiscent cooking lesson at the pig's die. Vasa is sleeping out under the stars on the farm. Woods, I guess you bought two rooms. 
Uh, no, Woods is at the at the bar while they're cooking, and she's eating it all. I mean, oh, perfect! You're the taste tester. One hundred percent, where I would be. You're and trying I'm, to you're trying to convince them to have a competition, so mm-hmm. you get two meals. I'm also giving like stupid remarks. Like I feel like you should add like in its. She's no, she doesn't want to cook. Oh yeah, I forgot so, she doesn't know how to cook. She like is so arbitrary the things if that you she's say. If you say beef leather, Ten yeah. K is going to jump over can the you, counter. Can you with wrap a frying this pan. in some like beef leather, like a little sushi piece or something? Mm. Evening goes by uneventful till the next morning. The order shows up and they nope. take us. All right, so are you coming back to us, or do we have to go get you? Yeah, like I'll I'll come back after. Maybe the, or, come back. Yeah, like after the, like the next morning. Yeah. I'll just come back and... Okay, Vasa, you find Vasa's what? walking back with a handful of freshly baked bread yes. from Farmer Joe. You find Wood sitting at the bar eating again. We can have lox and bagels. Yes, done. That's what we're having. It is a farm, so there'd be nice fresh cheese and goat everything cheese that you would it. need. And now that you have the fish. So we would tell Basso, yeah. out of earshot of everybody, yeah. that the Order of Light was seen two months ago traveling south towards Carhane. They come frequently, and they looked distressed, disturbed. Yeah, frustrated. So we're kind of thinking, unless you were dead set on going to Carhang, changing our plans, and following the tapestry. I think we still go to Carhang. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. we're, we're over here. It's been two months since the order's been here. Okay. And, I mean, if, if we go back towards Black Bay Harbor, we're just going to run into more order people. Yeah, you're not wrong. So... You should probably scout ahead, though. Use your um, ranger abilities to find them before they find us. Oh, yeah. Ranger. Um, can we talk about how I, as a player, have never done that before, and I have played a ranger so many times. How do I do that? I'll look it up in the book. And they could just track. Your favorite terrain and your oh. tracking, so you're rolling survival. Okay. You're in the forest, which I think is one of your favorite trains. And I'm sure... They're not trying to not be found. Mountains and coast. Mountains and coastal are my favorite trains. You wouldn't know how to do scouting and that type of stuff. So okay, reading tracks and that type of stuff. It's been two months though, so didn't like you'd be able to notice that there was new tracks. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, we do that. So you guys are going to leave Stomperton and go south to Carhang? Let's do it. Yep. We'll do it. We're all packed up, ready to go. So you already established it's going to take four days. And everybody go ahead and roll a D. Let's do the percentile. Just so we get it just so we get it out there. Come on, double kitties. Thirteen. Eighty-five. Forty-six. Uh, All right. I think it's it's ninety-four, isn't it? Don't you do the double digit? Double first? digit is your Oh, uh, yeah, ninety-four. Sorry. Ah, so well, since we don't roll percentages very much. <laughs> yeah. We've that's why we're, we're rolling it to practice. Right. Yep, so mine would, mine would be a thirteen. Yeah, yours is okay. a thirteen. It's been a long day. I've been up since 5.30. No big deal. Us too. Nick is going to Uh. do the random encounter roller for one of your days. All right. We'll say the second today. The first day went uneventful. Second day, something happens, and Nick is going to help us figure out what that is. Okay. Oh, I have the thing. Good, because I don't have it prepared. (laughs) All right. Nicholas, roll a 20. Uh, Nine. Scenic only. Then you're going to roll a D12. Uh, Three. Fully avoid it. And then D4. One. The dead of night. All right. So it's the dead of night on the second day. I guess it'd be at the end of the second day. And you guys notice something, but you fully avoid it. So it sounds like something kind of fun that you notice, or maybe it's not fun that you notice, but what do you notice? I know what we don't notice. (laughs) (laughs) Some order of light people? Yeah, the black and white clan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess he'll, we'll notice 
maybe some like bobcats running around or something or you know some animals in the jungle okay are they um, acting weird maybe um i think the they, they might night. be like playing around or okay. you know chasing each other or something just for fun and we you know we see them but they don't see us woods gets spooked so she kind of alerts you guys to some noise that she's hearing so y'all kind of hide and then you see a pack of bobcats kind of come out and they're playing around by your fire like the firelight trying to catch firebugs or something like that and it is takes... there a baby bobcat sure there's a baby bobcat now yeah there's a couple baby bobcats maybe they're trying to teach the baby bobcats how to hunt how to pounce yeah yeah can i take my dagger out and try to reflect the firelight <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can do like that. Like I'm playing with them. Yeah. Or I probably got a spell for that. You probably do. A cat trip. Could I do cat a cat trip? trip? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have anything that would be fun. All right, go ahead and roll an animal handling check just to see how successful you are at uh, enticing the little baby bobcats. Seven. It's kind of hard to get a good reflection without revealing your location, so you don't want to risk scaring them. Gotcha. So, and they play for about a couple of hours, and then they just wander on their way. All right. That was... Uneventful, but fun. Hey guys, it's Sam. I just wanted to take a quick moment and thank you so much for listening. If you hadn't had the opportunity yet, we really strongly encourage you to check out our website at caradresstales.com. You'll find links there for our Discord and our Instagram. Go ahead and follow us at at caradresstalesdnd. This is where we post a lot of funny in-studio videos and um, photos of us here. Thank you so, so much for following along on this journey. I cannot believe we're already knee-deep in season two. Again, we really appreciate that you can do anything with your time and you're choosing to spend it with us. I hope you enjoy the show. Next morning, you guys are heading deck down. This is the third day, so you have two more days left. Go ahead and roll perception checks. Geez, something about this number, 10. 19. Uh, 16. All right, so Woods, you notice it because you are up doing like your ranger stuff. So you're like up in a tree and you're looking out at the forest. And what you see is you see that that little bobcat family has started to kind of circle around and they're kind of following your guys' trail, kind of like they've smelt you and they're just kind of hanging around and seeing, kind of curious what that smell is. And you're kind of watching them, but then over on the side, you see a large constrictor snake that's kind of got like a shadowy hue to it. Oh no. And you see that it's kind of slithering towards these bobcat family. I'm going to shoot it. Okay. I'm in a hell of thorns, and I am going to shoot, oh, crap, um, 15. A 15 does hit, so you're going to hit this constrictor snake, and how much damage are you dealing to it? 13. So it definitely takes the hit and- Oh, wait, I did hell of thorns, too. Oh, you did? Man, yeah. you were just going all out for this yeah, snake. Yeah, the little baby- Baby bobcats, you got to save them. Right? I understand. All right, I needed to do a dexterity saving throw. Uh, 11. Uh, fails. Okay. So it's also going to take one D10 of piercing damage. How does a snake do a dexterity saving throw? Slithers out of the <laughs> way. I imagine just rolls. Why is the 10 the dice always difficult to find? Is it the percentile we were just using? Yes, it was. Eight more eight, damage. Eight more damage. And does that hit other creatures in the area? Um, Everyone within a five foot dex area. but uh, Does a 14 and a six pass? Um, a six fails, a 14 passes. You notice that one more snake kind of lets out a little <laughs> as it gets hit with the hail of thorns. Um, I love that. And then I'm going to shoot another arrow at the big snake. <laughs> Ooh, better. 28. That definitely hits. Now, my Callus Slayer 
I can use it now. I believe so. Okay, I'm gonna do that. It doesn't really specify which attack it has to be. So seven and seven is 14 damage, and then another three for a Callus Lair. So you do a pretty hefty amount of damage to this Constrictor Snake, and it starts licking around, and then you also notice that two other heads kind of turn because they followed your arrows, so they know where you are at now. And I'm gonna give my heads up to my friends. Let's go ahead and roll initiative so we have an idea of turn order now for how fast Woods is able to let you guys know what's going on. 13. 23. 20. All right, Woods is going first anyways, and then 2013 in my snakes got a nine. Uh-huh. And then you can put a second enemy on there too. Oh, great. Which got a 20. What'd you get? I got also. 20. I'll let Vaso go first. Okay. All right. Vaso. Um, so how far away am I? So, okay, Woods comes back and says, hey, guys, there's, like, she tells us. I'm going to stay up in the tree because evidently I was up in a tree. So I'm just going to do, like, a little whistle hand. We would have, assuming we would have worked out some hand okay. signals. I assumed you would have if you were purposely sending Woods out to scout. Yeah. So I'm going to do my little ca-ca, <laughs> Okay. So do we see the snakes yet? Um, go ahead and roll a perception check. Great. Um, six. You do not see the snakes. You can follow Woods' direction, but you don't see the snakes. You can run that direction, but you won't be able to, like, see them. Okay. Um, so I am, Vasto is going to cautiously go towards the direction that Woods is pointing. Okay. So you got, what weapon do you have out? I have my, my axe. Okay. You get your axe out and you're kind of preparing and walking slowly. Yep. Hang on a sec. So I, I have speak with animals. Do yeah, I have to? Do nice. I have to be able to see the animals? I don't think you do. I don't know what the spell says. Nick, you were just in my brain. But if he doesn't know there's an animal there, no, he knows the. Yeah. Oh, do you know the? He knows the bobcats are there. Yeah. Is that who you're trying to talk to? The bobcats? Uh, I was gonna talk to the snakes and tell them to go away if they want to live. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I That's think you're so speaking. You. If I remember correctly, though, your speak with animals, you're getting it from your totem warrior, which is a ritual cast. So it takes you 10 minutes to cast it. It does. Duration 10 minutes. Yep. So that's like the idea is you can sit down and meditate with the animal and then you would be able to talk with them. Got it. Okay. Never mind. He's about to do that parcel tongue. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Enemy two. Kincaid, what were you doing during this uh, little interaction while you were walking? I mean, I was just walking. All right. Sounds good. I mean, did I see her fire arrows? I'll say at this point, just because initiative order, you saw her fire arrows and you hear her say, hey, there's, what did you say? Kaka. Kaka. <laughs> and then you see her like her pointing. And as you turn to like look at that direction, you feel a very heavy weight on your back as a panther has pounced on you. Does a 14 hit you? That's a good question. Yes, it does. You are going to take six piercing damage from a bite on your neck and i need you to make a strength saving throw four you are knocked prone as this panther is now on top of you and uh it uh is biting your neck at the moment no hickeys please hey if you use a whisk you see that thing on the internet you can whisk out a hickey oh i did not see that i imagine a 24 also hits you Mm -hmm. as the First panther is on your back, biting at you. Uh, you feel some jaws clamp around your foot. Oh, no. And it starts trying to drag you back the other way as you take nine piercing damage. Oh, You've no. got a crit. Cool. All right. That brings us up to <laughs> Kincaid. You're on the ground with the panther on you and getting pulled in another direction by a different one. 
Well, I don't like this at all. <laughs> I imagine that. I'm going to. Where's Woods at? I'm. I know I'm laying on my back. There's I mean, a big, you can see me in a tree. There's a big panther on me. Yep. Can I look up in this direction and see Woods? Uh, go to make a perception check. There's a big two panthers are biting me. <laughs> Which is annoying because no. we're trying to save the panthers. <laughs> Real the one. No, we're saving bobcats. These are panthers. Oh, these are not the bobcats these we're trying to save. These are not the bobcats you're trying to save. Are these um, panthers uh, shadowy? Yes, they are. Okay, this makes me I feel better now. <laughs> I mean, I don't feel better, but I feel better. All right. So I don't see woods. You do not I got, see woods. Uh, you got a one. Black fur in my face. Um, <laughs> I'm going to cast Misty Step and teleport 30 feet away. Excellent use of the spell right now. So, briefly surrounded by silvery mist, you teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space that you can see. Yep, yep. so you look up and you're able to see us about 30 feet away in the jungle and you just, poof. I think that's a bonus. Is that a bonus it action? It is. So you still have a action. Woods is in a tree and she's never seen you do this before. And she's like, what? <laughs> it's just like now scanning for you and can't find you. You can roll a perception if you want to see if you find him. It takes you a second. 23. Yeah, it takes you a second, but then you're able to spot him again because you see like a bunch of ferns kind of move Oof. out of the way. Yeah. Um, I don't want them to see me, so I'm going to move an additional 30 feet away from them. Okay. And ready a spell if they come near me. That brings us up to enemy one. They are going to start slithering towards woods. And I'm going to say they get, there's three snakes that are slithering towards the tree that Woods is in. I'm going to say the lead snake, the one that didn't get hit, starts climbing up your tree. Okay. But they're just closing the distance on their turn because they don't know about Vaso. That brings us up to Woods. Now that my friend is out of the way, I'm going to hail of thorns down again um, and hit the, the snake that's coming up the tree. So you're shooting the snake on the tree. Dirty 20 to hit. That hits. Um, dang it. What? I wanted to say second level on the... Mm-hmm. Sorry. That's fine. I forgot to. Next time I cast it, it's going to be second level. Say that now. <laughs> so eight damage for my first one, and then deck save. You give it disadvantage because it's climbing a tree. Three. Oh, uh, that fails. Ooh, seven damage on top of that. And then I'm going to shoot it. You roll uh, a d6 uh, also. Yeah, wait, all of them. Are all the snakes in a five foot area i will say the other one that only took a little bit of damages on its way there okay that got a 19 though okay that passes and you want me to roll a d6 yep one okay when the snake fell a tree it took an additional fall damage perfect so. and then i'm gonna callus slayer with an additional six well you have to roll to see if you hit because that was the first time you hit that snake he was one that had oh that was yet. a different snake yep. okay 22 <laughs> that hits. i know nine damage and then another two for chaos callus slayer Sounds good. It's not my fault you gave me a magical bow. I know. It has a plus 12. I know. Yeah, you have a good character for uh, ranged weapons right now. I love Your bow it. is plus 12? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's archer fight style, yeah. high dexterity, proficiency, yeah, and just, a magic bow. But that's all I can do, really. And you cast spells. And I can cast a couple of spells. All righty. Uh, bonus action or movement? Woods? Hell of Thorns was my bonus action. Movement? Can I jump to another tree? Um, you could try. I'm gonna, yeah, of course I can try. Roll a dexterity. Uh, athletics. I'll give you athletics. Ten. Go ahead and roll a dexterity saving throw. Uh, seventeen. All right, roll one d six. One. As you fell out of the tree, you only took one damage as you did a nice, elegant roll on a fern or something. So I didn't make it to another tree. You did not make it to another tree. So I'm just now down on the ground. Yes. Damn it. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. No, I, it's not <laughs> your fault. I just not All what right. I wanted to do. I know. 
Vaso. Okay, so Void was out in front of me. Yeah, you definitely see where okay. Woods is at now, and then now that she has shot the snakes, you see where the snakes were starting to go up towards the tree that she was at. Okay. So at this point, now you can see the snakes. Okay. Uh, so you're going to go up to the closest one. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> um, is it isolated or how there far? Was, there was one that took a little bit. The first one that Sam shot kind of got slowed down a little bit because it just took so much damage unexpectedly. Okay. So that one's kind of behind the rest of them a little bit. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're going to go up the closest one and swing, swing at it. All right, sounds good. Head. It does not know you're there, so I'm going to give you a plus two. Or flanking is what I'm using. Um, uh, 16. <laughs> that hits. Uh, four. Four okay. damage. Yeah. Four damage. Wow. You a whopping four. You're so snake. strong. You barely nicked the snake as it was slithering. <laughs> All right. Um, and then he's just going to swing at it again. Do I still get plus two or do I lose that? I'll give it to you this time too, just because it's still your turn. Uh, 13. 13 hits. Uh, six damage. All right. That was a little bit more. Not much, but a little. Um, so I'm guessing the snake now knows that I'm there. It does know that you're there, yes. Okay. Crap, what do I do now? Get away from him. <laughs> I don't want to get bit by him. Run, yeah, Forrest, mean... run! <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to disengage because he'll be able to attack me. Yep, he will. Yeah, so I'll just hang out there. All righty. I need to roll a perception check for my panthers. Six and a nine, so they probably do not know where King Cade was at. <laughs> so they do see a barbarian though that is standing and swinging an axe in the forest. So they are going to change their targets and start running towards Vaso. Great. Um, does an eighteen hit you? Yes. You're taking five piercing damage, and you need to make a strength saving throw. Fourteen passes, so you're able to you take that bite, but then you kind of slough it off and it falls off. But then right behind it, another one's coming to close on you. Uh, I assume a twenty hits you, so eight more piercing damage, and then you need to take a, another strength saving seal, but at disadvantage because you kind of got hit off balance a little bit. Six. So you get knocked prone as a panther is on top of you, starting to like rake at your armor and trying to bite down at your face. And that brings us up to Kincaid. Since I had readied an action. Okay. Is there a way I can like at least cast a firebolt or something? Yeah, yeah with at least one it. of the snakes or. Let's do. I don't know how to do that. Because I ran away. Yeah, you ran away. What and was I was it? running in action in case the panthers came at me, but oh, I feel like you. once I saw them running towards Basso, maybe I could have casted at least at the snake or something. Uh, I mean, you can use your action to cast and stuff like normal. I think. I don't know. Are you trying to get two casts in or something? Yeah. So I had ready to spell, and I was going to, like, cast it, and then in my turn, cast another. How many another. spell points does your quickening require? Two. All right, let's just say you only have to use one of your spell points for a quickening. Since you had ready to spell, so you were kind of a little bit prepared. Okay. Since the snake is still in the tree. It just fell at the base of the tree, because it fell. Oh, it did fall. Okay, I like to cast a fire bolt at the snake. And do I get advantage, because... I'm not it, raging yet. It's not raging yet. What the heck, man? You're a barbarian. I, I thought, what the heck? I, I, you need a rage, man. I thought I could take out the snake really quick. <laughs> yeah. Just a farmer, man. Just a farmer, but he's got I, I, his I'm farmer brain I'm trying to, I'm trying to, cons- I'm trying to conserve okay. them. You yeah, know? I feel like. Mm. All right. So yeah. I'm going to do a firebolt at the snake. Yep. That Not at advantage. Uh, 16. That hits. Okay. So you got it. You don't, need, you don't, so you don't even need him. That's 2d10 fire damage. Six damage. It's fire damage. I'm going to expend a spell point and cast... How far away is the panther from me? We'll say 
We'll just say 30 feet. Perfect. All right. Um, at a second level, learning from Sam's mistake, <laughs> I'm going to cast Witch Bolt okay. at the Panther. The one that's on top of Vasa or the one that's missed, like, sloughed off him? Knowing my spell, would Vasa take lightning damage? It's a direct line. I don't think so. Okay. I'm going to do it the one on Vasa. Okay. So it's a second level. Make a ranged spell attack. Oh, God, I'm nervous. You could do it. Ten. Ten misses. You spark out and it hits like a branch on the way there. Is there any damage for a fail? No. Okay. It's just a hit or a miss. Enemies two was my panthers, so they are going to claw. They already did. Oh, enemy two must be my. Enemy two is your panthers, weren't they? They were. They're your snake. Snake. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yes. Snakes. This guy. I know. I know. Why are my cat dice cold? I mean, they're just so new. Got First snake that Vaso hit is going to try to bite Vaso for a 10. That misses. Um, I'm going to say one of the other snakes circles back around because it's close to Vaso and it's going to circle back and try to bite you as well. 11. That misses. And then the other snake is going to continue towards Woods. I'm going to say that because you fell, it's going to be able to reach you. Okay. It's going to try to bite you for 19. That passes. Nine piercing damage and make a strength saving throw. Um, 13. No, 23. 23. (laughs) Slightly different numbers. How does the 16 go to 23? We're going to have to check that math because it's a strength. What's 15 and 8? Why do you get 8 on a strength saving throw? I have a plus 8 to my dexterity. I'm proficient in dexterity. Strength saving throw. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so (laughs) sorry. Um, Got a checker over there. Six. You get bit, and then you feel it kind of pull you around as it starts curling around you. Ew! It's a constrictor snake, in case you're wondering. Oh, crap. All right, that brings us up to Woods. Perfect timing. I am going to take out... Can I reach any of my weapons? Yeah, your hands are free. Okay, I'm going to take out... Well, at least one hand is free, we'll say. Yeah, I'm going to take out my... Uh, my sickles, and I'm just gonna first. I'm gonna cast inflict wounds on a second level. So anytime you use a melee weapon, uh, make a melee spell attack against a creature you can reach on a hit. The target takes three d10, but this is gonna be second level higher, so it's gonna be four d10 on top of what I do. Right, so, so it's a melee attack on him. Yep, a melee attack. So first, I'm gonna hit my sickles with uh, my first one's gonna be 12 to hit. You have to hit first. Make a melee attack against a creature you can reach on a hit. Yeah, you don't have to actually hit with your sickles. That's just saying you are making a spell attack. No, melee, make a melee. Oh, melee spell attack. Oh, oh, I didn't know I had that. So it's kind of like you're punching them or grabbing them, and you're casting the spell. Oh, that's so cool! I thought it was on top of my damage. Um, okay, well let's just try it. She's never done it before, um, but she's kind of freaking out, and she I'm feels. Give you advantage because you are physically like grappling this creature. Yeah. So it's should be easier to hit them, but you still need to roll because you might have like your arm kind of trapped that you can't touch them. Does that make sense? Okay, can I roll again? Yeah, roll advantage, so twice. 15, what do I add? My spell attack modifier? Your spell attack modifier. Um, so dirty 20. That hits. And then I'm gonna do four d10. 10, 1, 11, 11 18, 20. and nine is what? 27. 27. So as you feel this... Love this spell. <laughs> as you feel this snake kind <laughs> of start squeezing around you, you reach out and touch the side of it and you let this dark energy come out of you and it 
fizzles and just the snake poofs into a dark shard. Mm-hmm. That's a keeper spell. Heck yeah, it that is. That was an awesome spell. Good timing, too. Perfect timing. Um, that was your action, so you still have a bonus action and a movement. Who's around me? I would say you're about 20 feet away from Vaso, currently in a battle with two panthers and two snakes. As a bonus action, can I shoot my bow? No, because you are using a different right, cause weapon. Because I, I already attacked. Well, I was using my hands, basically, as the weapon. I'm going to go back up the tree. All right, so you're going to start climbing up the tree? Yeah, I'd like to get back up the right, tree. Go ahead and roll a dex. Uh, athletics is what you wanted. Um, athletics is strength plus five. 18 and 5 is 23. So you're able to get about 10, 15 feet up in the tree. Great. I'm on like a branch. Right, Vaso, you're on the ground and you're getting mauled by a panther. Yeah. So Vaso, he's he's angry. So he's going to go into rage. Yeah. Sounds good. And then he is going to try to get the one that got him grappled off of him. So I guess strength saving throw. Was he grappled? I don't remember being grappled. Right. Yeah, I thought it was, you shrugged him off and he just bit you. Yeah, well, you're I, not, I did on the first one. You're not grappled. I think you're just standing face to face to a snake. I mean, he's on the ground, but I don't think either of the snakes grappled you. I thought Sam was the first. No, uh, the the um, the panther grappled the panther. Oh yeah, the panther's on top of you. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so, I get what you're saying now. Yeah, strength saving throw to see if you can push him off, or you can just attack him. Whatever you want to do. Just bear hug him back and <laughs> snap his spine. Maul him to the ground. Yeah, he's gonna. All right, he's gonna try to get the the one off of him. All right, you're gonna try to throw the panther off you. Natty twenty. All right, yeah, you're definitely. You rolled a twenty and a nineteen. That was a good roll. Heck yeah. All right. So you are definitely going to, with your barbarian strength, you're definitely going to throw this panther off of you right into a tree. So go ahead and roll 2d8. Uh, Eight and five, which is 13. All right. So you guys hear a nice subtle crack as you see this panther kind of bend around the tree and then it poofs into a black shard. Nice. (laughs) You're so strong. You're still laying on the ground, but you are panther free at least on top of you, but there's another panther like growling in your ear. He's going to punch you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. So do an uh, unarmed attack as you kind of roll and just go, bam. <laughs> uh, a three. A three. <laughs> three flips. And do I, I don't know. I uh, you add proficiency and strength. Okay. So that's a nine. <laughs> uh, nine is not going to hit. Okay. So you, the panther just quickly dives out of the way. And since it's its turn, it's going to dive out of the way and try to bite your hand. Uh, 11. That misses. And then you're going to get bit by two snakes. Uh, a 24 to hit and a 10 to hit. I think that misses. 24 hits and the 10 misses. All right. You take 10 piercing damage and make a strength saving throw. You have advantage on those because you are raging. And you take half damage what, on the piercing. What, uh, yeah, okay, piercing. Okay. And then uh, strength saving. Uh, thank God I had advantage. <laughs> 17 plus 6, 23. Passes. So it starts to try to pull you back, but you're just too meaty to drag over and start wrapping around. And that brings us up to King Kate. All right. So is there a panther on top of him again? No, he's through the panther. There's a panther next to him. So there's nothing on top of him. There's nothing on top of him. Uh, I would like to cast Magic Missile on the panther. So I think it's instantaneous. Uh, dart deals 1d4 plus 1. I do three darts. Four. It's a cool dice. Four. Five. Uh, four, four, five, eight, thirteen. Thirteen. And it's force damage. All right. So it goes in to try to bite Vaso, but the reason it misses because it got hit thud, 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 with three darts and it poofs into a dark shard. Sweet. What's left? A couple of snakes? A couple of snakes. And 
Just because I'm mad. I'm going to do my sorcery point and cast a firebolt at it Snake. It two sorcery points now, Yes, right? it does. Do we determine I get half these back with a short rest? Yes. And I get advantage. Someone finally raged. Rage. Yeah. Firebolt. Come fire at you. Uh, that was, that was a 12. a 12. Yep. 20. That hits. Uh, seven and a cat. 17. <laughs> <laughs> these dice are really cool. They're really they cool. I like the shape of the D. What is it? A six? Or It's actually a D4. You can touch my dice, but the Dungeon Master cannot. I can't touch the dice now. Oh, that's so... It's a... It's a D4, but it's rounded. It's a four, but it's rounded, so it doesn't... Rounded, so there's only four sides it can sit on. Oh, yeah, nice. that's sick. Those are cool. That is pretty cool. Thanks. All right, you can touch it. Let our nerds out. It's a D4. I'm, I don't no, care. I'm whoa, not, whoa, we care about it. D4s. Remember no, we when don't. He's like, oh. I only use it when I <laughs> cast Magic Missile. Uh, my enemies have already went, because I accidentally did it back-to-back, so we're up to woods. Um, okay, I'm up in this tree, so I want to... Um, you would notice that the snakes took the hit... They seem to be a little bit more fortified than the panthers were. I'm going to shoot. Um, it's that scale mail. <laughs> are the snakes next to each other? Yeah, they're both very With, interested oh in Basso. Okay, they're within five feet of each other? Yes, they are. I'm going to cast Hell of Thorns, level two, and I'm going to shoot at the snake on the right first. Uh, 14 to hit. That hits. How much damage does it do? <laughs> you rolled a two. I did. <laughs> you still hit. I got eight it's damage, um, okay. and then has it taken damage before? It has. Uh, add another one to that. Okay. And then con- uh, dexterity saving throw for both snakes, please. And Nicholas, or Vaso. And Vaso. Everyone gives me a dex save. A 22 and a 21. You pass. Uh, 15. And you pass. Uh, we take half damage. So five. Everyone gets additional. F- take five damage. Vaso, I'm going to say that... As the consolation, since the snakes were distracted by this, you were able to roll away, so you're no longer in melee combat with the snakes, if you want to be. Or you can roll to the snakes, I don't care. I'll roll away. Um, and then I'm going to shoot the other snake. What type of damage was that? That was piercing damage. You take half. Half of the half? Half of the half. So two. Gotta look out for you. Yeah. Um, dirty 20, no, 18. 18 hits. Uh, ooh, um, 15 damage. And then another six. So 15 and six is 21? I believe so. Right. Last I checked. Yeah. One of the snakes in your hill of thorns kind of poofed out, and then the other one is not looking too hot, but to know are not known for retreating, so it is still kind of dead-eyed on Vaso. Okay, that's all I got. Vaso. Uh, so it's just one more snake. Just one more snake. Or uh, I'm just going to walk up to it and swing away. Do it. You should punch it. Do I get advantage on Thorn attacks? Thorn <laughs> uh, Not on attacks. Okay. 14. 14 hits. Uh, 10 damage. 10 damage. And with that, your last little attack, you're able to knock out that last snake, and you guys are successfully out of combat. I'm going to climb up the tree a little bit higher and see if I can see the bobcats. You would see that the bobcats have ran away, but they are unharmed. Good. Go ahead and roll a perception check while you're up there, though. Um, seven. Yep. You just see the bobcats are safely in there running away now that they... Think that you guys are scary and don't want to be by you. Okay, I'm gonna come down. I feel like I didn't. I didn't think those were gonna be here. You guys want? Should we just want to do some scouting? You wanna turn back? Well, don't we-, we need to separate the shards? Didn't we learn that they can oh, aggregate? Yeah. You did learn that. Yeah. How do we do that? But we don't want to carry them, right? Because don't they affect us like whole crops? When there a way we can destroy them? No, we have not found a way to just. Uh, when the DM just stares at you like you guys should remember. 
with a smirk on his face. Who remembers? I'm trying to get over the fact that Kincaid's like thousands of years old. <laughs> yeah, so you're still distracted. I, I can't. I get it. Do so you remember, Nick, you usually remember everything. I don't remember that, though. I remember we want to keep them apart, but I remember yeah. I thought we tried to hurt the shard and we couldn't. You would remember that you can't hurt the shards. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You I was going to roll a history guys, check. You guys spent a lot of time with the cave elves, and they informed you that they are indestructible. But they okay. do clump together to create big monsters. Okay, so what we'll do so is... So maybe we each take one. We'll leave one, and then we'll continue on our journey, and like every couple miles or so, we'll... Drop one? Drop one. Can we remember where we drop them so when we come back, they're going to be here? Sure. Okay. Right. Are we still going? Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're we're almost there. That's true. We got what? Yeah, one more day. day You're over yeah, halfway. Day three, so okay. It's gonna take us longer to get back. So, true. everyone, go ahead and roll a history check. Ten. Uh, thirteen. Twelve. So I'm gonna say you guys get about we'll say an hour away. And Vaso, you remember as you guys are holding these dark shards and they slowly disappear into Dorma that Danoa can't exist too long on the one side because they eventually get pulled back to the other side. Mm-hmm. Solves oh, that so problem. eventually they're going to disappear anyways. Yep. Okay. All right. That's Dorma's problem. Yeah. Yep. Not my problem. I mean, it kind of is our problem because we're trying to figure out this whole Dorma situation. And you guys need to do three more survival checks to get out of this. Well, hold on. Stop rolling. Oh, good. <laughs> to get out of this uh, jungle to the rest of the way. I thought we were on the outskirts of the jungle. The rest of your journey, so the next day and a half. It's through the jungle? I guess you're not in the jungle anymore, but you're going to have other possible monsters you're going to have to deal with. Welcome to the jungle. I don't really mm. want to fight all those monsters. Yeah, either do I. So I was going to have you guys do three survival checks, and we're going to say the DC is 14, and each one that you fail, you'll take whatever damage you just had accrued this last fight. I took 15 damage. I took 10. So you might have to take some I can healing die. spells or something. Can we heal first before we do this? Sure. Wanna heal for, uh, yeah, or, you want to heal? Or if you, you guys take a want, short rest. Or if you guys want, you can roll it out and then we can settle the heals afterwards. You know what I mean? Like, see if you need to heal. Yeah, because I feel like as we'd be going through the journey, we'd like roll and be like, all right, I need to heal. Yeah, exactly. You guys can choose who's doing your survival checks, though. Oh. Oh, well, I just rolled an 18. Okay. Well, so you're doing the first one. one. I have a plus five to survival. I have, I have a plus, plus one. I have a plus six. Ooh. So I'm not rolling. All right, I rolled one. Can Nick roll one? <laughs> Did you just get a roll one? <laughs> All right, so you failed one. So whatever damage you just took and spell slots you used in that last fight, oh, and you uh, use that again. All right, well, then I max out on my spell slots. Okay. Yeah, I need to heal. Even sorcery points? No, not sorcery points. Um, I I'm hitting the spellcaster pretty hard on this, so. Yeah, you think? You have eight health. Is that what that is over there? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we, we got one more. I don't Egypt. have any spell slots to cure wounds, so I'm going to, I can take ten more. Okay, I'm going to roll. Or do you want to make it, do you want to get Yeah, I got six, so. Well, I mean. Uh, that was just a bad roll. Yeah, unless it's just a bad we, roll. It's not really, it's not like he dice. meant to do Yeah, it. you don't want to kill Kincaid. What's another party member? I mean, I can also roll a one, though. The odds are exactly the same as to what 5%. we... 5%. But he gets a plus six, and I get a plus five. So, really, he should roll. Go ahead. Kill Kincaid. It's fine. Natty 20. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> With a natty 20, we should, like... Get spell slots back? No. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys do make it through the jungle excursion with only... Fighting two different monsters or groups of monsters. What was the second group of monsters that you guys fought? It's still Danoa. 
Yeah, yeah but they were like in the air, like flying to Noah. Flying to Noah. So yeah. maybe some uh, giant eagles or something like that. Yeah. I will say on the second time you are fighting, since you are fighting flying monsters, you see that there is a rift kind of floating in the sky. And you remember like, oh, I need to close the rift so monsters don't just keep coming out. Awesome. So I'm going to... Yeah, we learned that at the order. But you guys <sighs> forgot it on your first encounter of this session. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have an excuse. I want to know. Close the rift, <laughs> kill the Noah, save the people. Yeah. God, Thank you, we... Order of Light. Yeah. And yeah. then I just, I like look at Voss. I'm like, we've been out. Like, that's no longer ingrained in my mind. That feels freeing. Should probably bring that back. Yeah. All right. So if on. we close the rifts first, the Danoa get I think, I think weaker. It, well, they stop coming. They, stop, they can't come through. And I, since you taught may, me does that, it, does it weaken them too? It does. Yes. Okay. Didn't I have rift rift it? Yeah. Rift you have rift stitch. Yep. I guess right. I could have done I, it too. But how big is this rift? About ten. Okay. So that's the size you think it would take, but it would end up taking twenty hit points to close it. Because for some reason, rifts are being harder to close now. Okay, even though I have my my bow. Well, with your bow, yeah, you'd be able to half it back to ten. All right, so I close it with ten. Um, so the ref is closed, but I now also need to take um, some hit dice. Okay, I was gonna say we can do a short rest here. As you guys crest the last hill, out in the distance, you see a very large rift, about the size of a city. It looks more like a dome because it's just too big in order to like be that 2D rift kind of that I'm picturing. So picture more like a big dome covering this whole city that's just this dark void of a rift and there's monsters flying in and out of it, running in and out of it. And you see just a epic battle on the front lines of Order of Light and these monsters. That's what we'll end the episode. Ah, looks like the bard has done it again. What a splendid crowd y'all have been. Thank you so much for joining us here at the Cottage Rest Inn. Hey guys, it's Mike, your host and Dungeon Master at Carriage Rest Tales. I just want to say thanks for taking the time to listen to our podcast. It really means a lot to us. If you are enjoying the content and you haven't already, please give us a five-star review. It's really going to help us grow our listenership and be able to reach more people. I also want to give a special thanks to Tabletop Audio for providing the background music for today's episode.